If you've moved from the federal executive position to the contractor side, chances are you've lived through two long lapses in funding. One such person is Jonathan Album, Chief Technology Officer for the U.S. Public Sector at Veritas Technologies. He has high-level technology and acquisition jobs also at Agriculture Department and GSA, and he's also Vice Chair of the Industry Advisory Council's Executive Committee, and he joins me now. Jonathan, good to have you on. Thanks for having me, Tony. So you have seen this from several sides now. Uh, tell us, right. let's start with the vendor role. Now, Veritas is a product company. What types of effects does this ongoing shutdown have on a company like yours? Sure. Well, um, Veritas does sell uh, software products for, for, for data management. We have um, you know, a number of teams across our, our company, across our public sector organization that work with federal teams to make sure that our software is running uh, properly and is providing good value to, to agencies. So all of those activities uh, in, the, in the affected agencies come to a halt, which is, which is, of course, very difficult because many of those efforts had uh, some real good momentum and that will all need to get restarted as these government agencies come back to work. And those agencies that are shut down would not be buying the software at this point. But That's right. Does the services that you offer in connection with the software, is that a revenue part of your business? Well, uh, we sell software licenses. So, you know, once those licenses are, are, are purchased, they're in use by, by an agency. But, um, you know, really, uh, we, have a, we have a strong focus on making sure that things that uh, we sell are working properly and our customers are, are well served. So to the extent that there's some agency operations that continue that we re, uh, rely on uh, technologies from, from Veritas for uh, data protection or uh, software-defined storage or other, other capabilities we offer, um, some of those activities may go on. And, you know, there's a, always a, a question during a, during a lapse in funding, um, how well are various agency activities supported? So if, uh, if we need to go in and work with a particular customer, uh, there's always good I think a, an important question of will the uh, right team be available to uh, to work with our team? I think a lot of vendors feel that in, in this kind of situation. So your teams are all still employed and ready, even if there's no counterpart in the agencies? Uh, that's right. Our, our organization is um, ready to go with, to support any of our customers at any time. Now, the company is not only a public sector supplier. I mean, Veritas sells to industry also. How do you tell the headquarters people that, well, this is what happens in the federal sector and you're going to have to be patient as we pick up the pieces here? Well, I think we have good um, communication channels throughout our organization. So uh, within our um, the larger uh, Veritas organizations that our public sector is a part of, there's, there's good awareness about what's happening in the, in the federal government and how uh, that might impact uh, public sector uh, opportunities and our ability to uh, work closely with our customers. Now, in your role as the vice chair of the Industry Advisory Council's executive committee, are vendors talking to one another? Are you sharing notes or comparing strategies at all? Yeah, I think that vendors are uh, routinely, you know, having those kinds of conversations. But in the case of a, of a shutdown, uh, there are, are there certainly conversations about uh, where impacts are occurring and how to mitigate those those impacts. If you're in a uh, services organization, uh, which you know different than a software company in a lot of ways, uh, those impacts might be more acutely felt if a particular contract is um, put on hold during the course of the shutdown. Um, and to the extent that you have staff that are impacted, strategies around how you treat those staff and what you do in order to make sure that 
people will be there when things are back up and running. Uh, I think those are those are very important conversations to to be shared across the, the federal IT community. In other words, this could get really expensive either for the employees of those companies or for the companies. Uh, for sure, I think there's always a there's always a concern that the restart is going to be expensive, and that expense is uh, you know borne both by the organization, the, the the company, and by by the government. When you have a project that's you know racing along, doing doing great work, leading towards a uh, you know a uh, a big goal, and the team is uh, sent home, and the feds are sent home, uh, you need to find that momentum again. And, uh, you know, to the, to the extent that all of the staff on both sides is available and ready to re-engage, you know, you might have, uh, you might have some staff changes, maybe they're key staff changes. So those things are, um, are on people's minds as activities come back online post shutdown. We're speaking with Jonathan Album, Chief Technology Officer for the Public Sector at Veritas Technologies. And you were at the General Services Administration during the 2013 shutdown, which I guess now is this one's longer. But tell us what that was like and what what you think some of your federal executives you deal with now are going through. Sure. Um, You know, during that shutdown, I was uh, I was the associate CIO for enterprise strategy and governance. And that role was uh, in the teams that I worked I worked with were considered to be uh, non-essential. So I was furloughed. So my experience during that, that shutdown was um, about how do you gracefully bring activities to a close or a pause, I should say, so they could be resumed at a point in the future. And I don't remember the exact duration of that shutdown, but it went on much longer than people had anticipated. And we had, um, you know, a number of contract activities that had to be brought to a, brought to a conclusion for, you know, the 18 or 19 days that we were, we were offline and they all had to be restarted. So I spent a lot of time in the lead up to the shutdown, uh, making sure that we, uh, that my managers and I had a very uh, good plan to how to gracefully conclude, at least for that short period of time, those activities. And then also we knew how to, to restart them. And that requires a, uh, important dialogue with the vendor community because we, vendors can be it can be sometimes confusing based on the way contracts are funded and uh, which employees might be working which might not be working what activities can continue and, and what can't and you know my experience um, both in 2013 and in other roles where I was planning for uh, for shutdowns but I would be in a uh, accepted role is that uh, different organizations might look at the uh, the, the rules a little bit differently and even within an agency. So understanding what makes the most sense and what's legal and what is uh, appropriate based on the type of funding that you have in your organization is, is very hard. We've, uh, we've gotten better at this uh, over the past several years because this has become a um, uh, almost something that's routine as you get to the end of the CR to some extent. But I think there's still uh, opportunity as we get through this effort and we think about what the future might hold to continue to refine those processes and maybe bring some consistency to them. And sure. I think that would be helpful in the vendor community. And when somebody is on furlough who is a responsible person, how do you know when it's time to come back? Because officially you're not supposed to use your phone and so forth and email. Yeah. I remember when people used to have to turn in their Blackberries before leaving. Yeah, that, 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 that's right. Um, I think at, at GSA in 2013, we were we were certainly instructed to not check our email or use our government issued cell phone. So, you know, you have to stay abreast of the news. And, 
I think many people, you know, certainly in the D.C. area, have a lot of uh, information being uh, shared with them on on TV and the radio and, you know, through other, you know, personal communication channels. So uh, for for my team and I, while we didn't didn't stay directly in contact, uh, we had... uh, we were all very well aware about how to know when it was time to time to come back. So we didn't necessarily have a problem, but I can understand with that uh, complexity of not using your government devices, how, you know, an individual may, uh, you know, may miss uh, the first day back. And uh, I think we all have to be aware of uh, some flexibilities for people as government comes back online. Jonathan Album is chief technology officer for the U.S. public sector at Veritas Technologies. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate being on the show. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.